0: a more conservative friend posted an article, uh, which said the scorched earth politics of the left have reached a new low. And it was about her getting kicked out of a restaurant. And I thought, If asking a white person in a position of power who is endorsing policies that are hurting the most vulnerable and asking her to leave a restaurant, if that's scorched earth, what the hell do you call actually scorching the earth and the planet and separating families and putting children in cages? I'm just like, these things are not – stop equivocating. They're not equivalent.
1: Right.
2: You know what? In all honesty – they probably did her a favor because can you imagine what the chefs in the kitchen might have been sneaking might have done <laughs> oh <laughs> wow nicely I said. was like mm, there you go <sighs>
0: Welcome to episode 99 of Pub Theology Live,
1: <laughs>
0: a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brewed pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. You can catch new episodes weekly as the reverends Shannon Meacham, Ogan Holder, and Brian Burkoff need to drink just about every week with what's happening, <laughs> and we try to discuss it through a theological lens.
1: I'm not going to lie, today would be a two-beer day if I didn't have a meeting, like, later tonight.
2: (laughs) I don't know what every week you're talking about, dude. It's like Bailey at this (laughs) point. If you're having problems, I feel bad for you, son. you got 99 problems, and this administration is
1: a big one. It's certainly one.
2: Number one. It's it's, it's a big (laughs) one. Anyway, speaking of good brews, we are brought to you by Wink Wine Club, W-I-N-C featuring superbly crafting wines delivered right to your door as your state allows. You can get started at ptlive for $20 off your first order. Other savings are also available. Uh, you want to try and sample the products, you can get three bottles on us. All you pay is tax and shipping. How do you get that free wine, you're wondering? Simply leave us a voicemail at 980-PT-Live-0. That's 980 785 4830, or shoot us an email, info at pubtheology.com. You can send questions for us to talk about. You can comment, whatever. I, I know many of you do a, a ridiculously good job of being all over the social media, but uh, we'd love to hear your voice, too, and you get to mind for it. So leave a voicemail, 980-PT-Live0. Those phones are good for making conversation, too. So we'd love to hear from you.
1: And if you're too lazy to do any of that, but you are attending the Wild Goose Festival, which is July 12th through 15th, we will be giving away some Wink Wine Club wine for your drinking pleasure. I don't know Um, how we're
2: doing that yet. Do we know how we're doing that? I don't know how we're doing that. We just plant people at random? I don't know. We'll figure it out.
1: We'll figure it out. We'll We'll figure it out. But you have to be there to get it. And so. We're recording our 100th episode live, actually live, in front of a live studio audience. With a week giveaway, um, each of us are bringing stuff from local beer and Wink Wine Club um, wine and, and some other fun things. So we will be discussing, is it time to go beyond faith, finding life and meaning in these dark times? Uh, wildgoose.org wild goose is a gathering of progressive spiritual thought leaders artists activists centered on spirit justice music and art if you still haven't bought tickets you can get 25 percent off using the code GOOSECAST 18 in all caps
2: you gotta bring your tent because every room within like i don't know like a 50 mile radius of hot springs is like sold out
0: yeah, bring your tent. And also, when we came up with the title for that episode, In These Dark Times, little did we know uh, how dark things were. Oh, I think we knew. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we
1: I knew. mean, I think we how knew. it manifests itself is always the question.
0: Right. That's what right. You know? That's right. Well, you can also join our conversation on Twitter or Facebook using hashtag PTLive. And today on episode 99, we discuss whether I we... Nine whether we've ever been kicked out of a restaurant and whether it was karma that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was booted out of a restaurant or bad taste and should pastors focus on being pastoral should they remain non-political or do you feel they should defend the vulnerable and speak truth to power uh even if it might ruffle a few feathers so i think we need a beverage for this conversation what are you guys drinking
2: i've got a one of my old favorites uh, from Von Trapp Bruin. A little of Austria and a lot of Vermont. <laughs> Seriously, that's the tagline. <laughs> a little of Austria, a lot of Vermont. Von Trapp Bruin, this is a Weiss beer. Uh, Bavarian style classic. Um, on, you I know, like me, my, my wheat beers, unfiltered wheat. So, a Weiss beer from Von Trapp. Von Trapp.
1: So, I have a brand new beer today I've never had. Um, it's a Manor Hill Brewing Company, which is a local, um, a a local brew here in Ellicott City, which was just flooded again for the multiple time family owned farm brewed. Um, it is CF ale, um, pale wheat ale. It's got a pretty little rainbow tree on it. Ooh, that's pretty. Um, these, from what I understand, these guys, there are a couple of guys that like Don't have a big brewing facility they like brew out of each other's like rotate or they get on with other craft beer companies and brew on with them and so they they just literally it's like a label slapped onto a can it's nice it's always fun so to see what they come up with so let's see what let's see how it tastes
0: and I am drinking uh, once again the oak wizard which is an oak aged imperial brown from Saga Brewing did
2: you, open, did you uh, open your untapped account yet, Brian? Did you get untapped going?
1: Yeah. No. Where's my phone? I'm going to check Brian, in. Brian, man.
0: Actually, I'm, I think I made an account a long time ago, and I've never once done anything with it. Dude.
1: Yeah, so friends, again, we're trying to get untapped to be our sponsors, so go on, tweet at them, make them aware of us in all the ways.
2: When you make your beer entries, you hashtag PT Live, hashtag sponsor. Sponsor PT Live.
1: Sponsor PT Live. Maybe. You know, the three people that are gonna do this. But I'm checking in right now. <laughs> Me too. On Untapped with my CFA. And,
2: and I think we should not give them any more free publicity since
0: we want them to be a sponsor. Hashtag give Ogan more badges. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> I'm checking in this beer. Anyway, so.
0: All right, so here we are, episode ninety nine, and uh,
1: Sorry, do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? I've
0: got ninety nine problems. Yeah, uh, I, I, no, I used to. I used
2: to. I, you never. used to. So
1: you don't know? I will say Brooklyn Nine Nine. So for those that watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, like every time there's the precinct and it's 99 and it's you know um, Andy Sandberg. Andy and,
0: Sandberg, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. I absolutely love it. But every time we we're gonna say nine nine, like they all. Whenever they do something well, they go, nine, nine. And it's a thing and it's funny.
2: And and, and if you don't know what
1: I'm doing, then it's not funny.
2: (laughs) I loved how, like, this show's been on for a while and you never hear a lot of people talking about it or so on. But then Fox decided to cancel it and the whole internet broke down with people. Everybody, celebrities, everybody was like, save Brooklyn Nine-Nine, save Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my gosh,
1: I love it. I was then, so sad. Was
2: it, who picked it up? Was it NBC, ABC? Somebody picked it up.
1: Uh, and NBC like, picked it up, but they like, owned it. Like, the, they owned the production of it, so they just brought right. it over to their network.
0: But, and it, and it you could still say
1: Nine-Nine.
0: That's what I thought you were doing, Shane. I thought you were giving us the German, like,
1: Nine-Nine. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: That's what I thought <laughs> you were doing. I thought maybe this was your response to the Muslim. Well, that's movement. why I
1: wanted to explain it, because I was like, you guys have no idea what I'm doing, do you? <laughs> I mean, Sorry. that's pretty regular. I
0: mean, by I... the way,
1: I just earned three badges by checking this in.
2: Wow. You know, I knew, I thought we were all doing our own thing. You were doing the Brooklyn 9 thing, you know, I was, I was... You're doing... I was representing the black folk with Jay-Z's 99 problems, you know. I thought we were all doing
1: our own thing. Oh, remind me, have you listened to the Carters, the new Jay-Z, and... uh? Beyonce yes album.
2: oh my god my poor my poor child that's all she's listened to for like the last five days <laughs> or how long it's been out like all she's listened to
1: anyway brian is trying to keep us on track as i have been going around today um we have senioritis here at pub theology
0: yeah we are we are just everywhere and off the wall but we're gonna start with filling yes. the blank i've got 99 problems but blank ain't one of them
2: hmm. oh, oh um 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 um
0: There's the lightning and thunder. This
1: beer. This beer is not one of
0: them. (laughs) If you're a boom, it's the Thunderstrike. If we
1: lose Brian, it's because he's in a thunderstorm.
2: He's in a thunderstorm.
1: Yeah. Let's see. I got 99 problems, but...
2: Uh, I I don't want to get cheesy, but um, my my love life is not one of them. Mm. I'm I'm, I'm in happy place. I'm in happy place, and... Um it's weird. So I gotta I
0: gotta tell you, this is so weird. That is awesome and perfect. It
1: is awesome and wonderful. And we can tell by those tussled sheets (laughs) behind you, but whatever.
0: And (laughs)
2: listen, (laughs) (laughs) what happens in this house stays in this house. Thank you.
1: Except for when you put it on TV. (laughs) When you broadcast on I
2: I thought my big old head was covering up. (laughs) I guess guess not. Oh my gosh it was really weird so i was at uh, i was at the uh, uh the unity conference remember was that last week or week before i was recording mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago yeah um and it was it was fascinating it was a weird paradox to be getting people telling me congratulations on the new relationship and moving on and you're, you're looking great and you're living together yay and then also people still offering condolences for yeah. you know, Jennifer's passing three years later, it was a it was a weird mm. like like dichotomy of places to be in, you know. So it was like, congratulations! Oh, thank you! Yay! Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. So it was like
0: all over the place. Yeah, weird. yeah. It was, weird. and and probably you had to fight off the people saying congratulations on your fun, exciting, top rated podcast. Um.
1: It yeah, that fight them off. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: crickets that happened
1: oh wow
0: Um, Shannon what isn't one of your problems
1: what isn't one of my problems this is terrible isn't it
0: harder to do isn't it
1: (laughs) oh my favorite breakfast sealer. I can tell you that no um that
0: that one was easier wasn't it (laughs) It we'll do that next
1: no I mean we so actually I'll say this like um We've been doing this um, gratitude journal as a family, like at dinner every night, we go around and say something we're grateful for, Uh, for this very reason, right? Because in this world, there's so much going on that we are not grateful for that, you know, I needed, you know, whatever. And the kids are always like, mommy, yours are so weird. Because, you know, theirs are like, well, they're only allowed to get food once a week, right? Because we do it at dinner time. They're like, I'm thankful for this food. And I'm like, right, you get that you get that once a week.
0: Oh, I (laughs) thought you meant they were only allowed to eat food once a week. I thought
1: No, 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 no. no. I I Ah. heard
0: that too. (laughs) I heard that too. I was like,
1: They're only allowed to claim food as their gratitude item once a week (laughs) because it's the cop out, right? It's the oh but, um, I
2: mean, you know, my mom used to say they're starving children in Africa to eat your food, but I didn't think you were actually going to be starving your children. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eat once a week. That's harsh. Keep me um, in line, though. You're right.
1: <laughs> so, my kids, I mean, it's not like my kids are at camp this week, and that's good. That's a good thing. So, really, this week, my kids aren't one of my problems.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Um, and, I mean, I'm just going to, like, we're, um, yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. I've, yeah, you know. Well,
0: I was actually going to break the uh, Weston Meetram rule and say that I got 99 problems, but this beer ain't one of them. Uh, see? There you
1: go. I, I'm telling you, my beer really is my greatest not problem right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see? Yeah, exactly. So on a side note, what is your favorite breakfast cereal?
1: So as a kid, it was Corn Pops. Ooh. I don't know why. I just corn. loved them. Yeah. Um, which I still do love them, but now as an adult, um, Lucky Charms. Ooh. Yeah, See, and I doing. was not a sugar cereal eater until like I was an adult. I See. ate like Cheerios as a kid.
0: When I was a kid, it was definitely Lucky Charms. We didn't get it often, and it was like always the hit, and it didn't last, you know, like two days in our house. Yeah. But now I think my favorite cereal is so lame. It's like Raisin Bran or something. Mm, I do
1: That's like amazing. Raisin Bran. I don't eat
0: cereal much. And if I do, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, maybe some Raisin Bran.
1: Cereal is like, when I'm alone, it's my dinner. Like, I love cereal.
0: Nice. Um, growing, growing up for me,
2: it was Frosted Flakes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: uh, I'd eat that with milk. I'd eat that dry. Like, I would always eat Frosted Flakes. I um, Within the last few years, I have um, cut back on the dairy a lot. Um, so I don't eat cereal or, you know, pour milk. I tried the almond milk and soy milk. That, that was just nasty. Uh, what about coconut but, milk again nasty what I, mean, <laughs> I, I love coconuts but you know it no no
1: well, when you're you, no. as long as you're replacing it but when you're replacing it with and you're expecting a certain taste like on cereal yes, uh, yes. yeah right like yeah
2: not not gonna work no no yeah. so like if you not- put
1: almond milk over granola you're not expecting to taste right. lucky charms the way that you're, against.
2: and I've used almond milk and like you know protein shakes and stuff like that. But on cereal, yeah, it makes it weird. Mm. So no, so I've, I've I've but if you want to talk breakfast food, chicken and waffles, man, I'm all about. Well, but I don't is there think that was the topic? Eat, I'm sorry.
1: that is not the topic. Is there a cereal um, you eat dry?
2: Listen, staying on topic has that ever been <laughs> the hallmark of the show?
1: Oh, um, friends, we are digressing. So, Cereal I can eat dry (laughs)
2: now. Again, still Frosted Flakes, but I'm also trying to cut back on on
0: the sugar. Um,
1: Because I won't eat Lucky Charms dry.
0: No,
1: no. But I marshmallow thing needs the milk.
0: What we eat dry around here is Cheerios, but we add cheddar cheese to it. I'm sorry. What now? It sounds really weird. But Cheerios and cheese is—I mean, I can see it. White, tasty. Like we'll literally, like we'll grate some cheese over a bowl <sighs> of Cheerios and eat it dry.
1: Also, y'all, I totally just did a face that my daughter does. And I'm like, just just oh, eat the well.
0: cheese. <laughs> just eat the
2: cheese, man. Why are you tormenting <laughs> yourself? You know you're. <laughs> I just
1: just eat the cheese. Grab some crackers. <laughs> it's delicious. It's Maybe you can good, try them. <laughs>
2: but the, it's good with Cheerios dry. All right, we'll we'll try that. I'll have my daughter try it because she loves Please like Cheerios. the only cereal she eats is Honey Nut Cheerios. That, okay, here you go, friends. Cheerios.
1: If you are going to be at Wild Goose and you listen to this podcast, this is going to be a question on the thing. What does Brian? This you get a basket. You're going to get a basket. What does Brian eat on his Cheerios dry? And if you can answer it, you will get a. We will give away one of your baskets.
0: Yeah, you'll get something.
1: You'll get something for being able to answer that question. We'll
0: be happy you knew that answer. <laughs> or <laughs> regretful. Either way.
1: Either <laughs> way.
0: Either way. Or questioning your life decisions. All right. So, moving on. Have you ever been kicked out of a restaurant? Yes. I, I, don't, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I, don't, I, I feel like I have, but it's not coming to mind.
1: I mean, besides we're closing, it's time for you to leave, right? Like.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been in
1: plenty that. of those. Like,
0: I've been in those too.
2: Now I've walked out of restaurants where it's just been it's been a horrible situation in terms of like service or food or whatever, and, and you know we've just been like, okay, we gotta go. We can't handle this anymore. Have you
1: ever worked in food service?
2: Yes. My my like, you dad. Ever
1: somebody out. My dad me. owned
2: a restaurant at one point in time.
1: Mm, nice. Oh.
2: Um, I remember one day it was like, I don't know, 12, 13, the bartender quit on us. So I was making drinks behind the bar. That was fun. Yeah. Nice. Now
1: we know who the bartender Wild Goose is going to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. Um, so so you want to share what your are uh, being kicked out of the restaurant? All right.
1: So I the one, the one most recently, I guess, that, again, wasn't like we're closing. Please Wait,
2: hang out. on. Most recent. How many times has this happened? I
1: don't know. Oh, yeah.
0: my God. <laughs> Losing track. This is the
1: one I like really remember. And I remember it because I was with my best friend who um, I don't know, somehow wears this as like a point of pride that we got kicked out of this brewery. It was a brewery and um, we'd been there for several hours and I was going through a particularly hard time in my life and drinking a lot. And um, we were fine. Everybody was fine. Nobody was getting kicked out. Um, there was a musician playing, who I was heckling a little bit, and that was still okay. Um, but we started playing the game where, you know, like you you evaluate the people in the restaurant of whether you're not you would sleep with them, and and uh, we would not sleep with our waiter. And I think he overheard, so he asked us. To oh no! <laughs> and again, none of this was real. It was never going to happen anyway. So you know, whatever. But.
2: Y'all were playing F Mary kill. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, And uh, yeah, I don't think we knew the game then, but nonetheless.
2: And and the waiter the waiter got the short end of the stick, and he was not happy.
1: He was yeah. He was he was a little judgy about it. Which again, I maybe could have been quieter about it too. But nonetheless. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's (laughs) say, let's let's put blame where it's really due.
1: Yeah, I did it. I did it. And it's weird. my bad. And I still feel bad about it because I remember it. But somehow my my best friend sees this as like, We got kicked out of a bar. And I'm like, Yeah, why do you think that's a good thing? Well, for
2: some for some people it's you know, you get you get a cool badge. You know, and right. when I say right. blame where it's due, I was talking about the sensitive waiter, not not you at all.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I did nothing wrong in that scenario. Not,
2: you did nothing wrong. Your customer's always right, and you were paying customers. <laughs>
0: exactly, right. Were paying exactly right. I
1: have. So I was a waitress once, and I did have to ask somebody to leave. Like did that, you? I've had to do that. Yeah. You had
0: the power to do that.
1: Well, I asked my manager. I was right? gonna say, like, did, did went, you?
0: At, yeah. So you? Yeah. Asked. No,
1: I went and told my manager. But, was it? A, uh,
0: was it a politically
2: motivated? Ooh. it was not
1: Request. it was an, it was an elder man not elderly but an elder man and uh he had been clearly drinking all day and got pretty handsy and i mm-hmm. had to
2: oh yeah let's go let's to my look. manager
1: and say he's not mm-hmm. like leaving and i don't That's know it. what to do and you know my manager went and said sir i'm sorry you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go
0: yeah. For sure. And and now uh what year about was this, do you think?
1: Um this would have been 99. 99. 99 oh. of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God>. That's hilarious. <laughs> that
2: 99 problem, man, is one.
1: And that old man is no longer one
0: of them. But um I don't know how to say this. Was was uh, a problem of guys feeling free to get a little handsy. I mean, that that was tolerated more uh, 90s and earlier. Would that be fair to say?
1: Absolutely. And what, I mean, yeah, and even five years ago, you know, like this isn't. Right. Uh, but.
0: I mean, even, yeah, uh, even now, but I, but I, I, think, I think women, it, there's more of an empowerment to say, what the hell are you doing? And this is grounds for, x y and z right.
1: so again this is um you know we're in a public family restaurant right and the guy isn't at the bar he's in the dining room and you know there was a lot of scenarios that went into play um in 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 this but i mean i was very i mean i was 19 or 20 right i was i was young and he was obviously very old and um yeah no and and i'm at that point in my life I was like I'm not having this this isn't this isn't happening you know for <clears throat> you um yeah but you know that yeah yeah I so, mean I I think as an employee I felt more control and power versus somebody I know or somebody you know in that situation yeah. where a friend has that happen right or something right. A friend gets drunk and gets too handsy and you don't know whether or not to say something or kick him out of your house or that gets way more complicated than being for me being an employee in a restaurant being a waitress right literally saying i don't care if you're a customer like i'm going to tell my manager if you don't stop and then you don't and then i go tell my manager my manager says no get out like we don't we don't need your business yeah that is a
0: different scenario than if you're just a patron and this is happening or obviously if you're in a private setting um so the um this question was inspired by uh, uh as has been in the news. uh Sarah Huckabee Sanders was out uh, getting a meal. Uh, I don't remember the name of the venue. That's okay. I think they've. The red hen. Oh, the red hen. hen. Okay, there it is. You guys can highlight I was like, it. we don't need
1: to advertise it. And Nogan and I are like, here it is. There it
0: is. But <laughs> the, the, hen the hen something. Servers, I believe, felt uncomfortable serving her checked with the owner and the owner let them vote and they voted to ask her to leave and apparently it was all done very respectfully but she was asked to leave and they did not serve her was that sweet karma for uh, the policies that she has uh, daily to stand up and vocally defend or is that inappropriate bad taste problematic Can can I choose both ooh
2: because yes, I I do believe, and this is this is not this is not the uh, type nine conflict avoidant coming out here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I believe you really
1: I, have no dog in this fight, so it's fine. <laughs>
2: well, no, I do, I do, I don't think she should be surprised. And this also in yeah. um, you know, what's the other woman's name? Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security yeah. mm-hmm. director, and people were yelling at her. And she finally left. I mean, when when you are the face and the supporter of you know these political nightmare scenarios like people aren't just gonna say oh they're just doing their job so you know enjoy yourself as you walk around in public i mean that you know that's almost like silence is consent is supported so i'm i'm really glad that people are saying to them you know we see what you're doing we're not okay with it and we're not just blaming the man in charge you're you are just as culpable so i love that i Mm -hmm. love that 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 they were able to that they made a choice to say to her um you know we, we we can't in good conscience support you being here you being you know one of the faces of these policies that are causing harm to people so i like that now however as somebody pointed out where does this end so you know again love to play devil's advocate she's being kicked out of a restaurant. So now is this going to become a thing where any politician or any face of an administration that is doing policies we don't like, you know, they're being kicked out of restaurants. And then we, we end up having, you know, safe for Democrats to eat here, safe for Republicans. Right. Like, you know, this could, this could get out of hand. You know, we just, you know, a few weeks ago, the Supreme court, said it was okay for that baker not to bake the cake. And all of a sudden we had signs going up, you know, not baking cakes for gay people here or, yeah. you know, you we will bake your cake. So it, it becomes, it, it it adds fuel to the polarization. I the guess. Well said. So it's it's weird. It's, it's, at first I was like, yes, that was like, uh, you know, that's, that's, that could be. Yeah. What do you yes. think Shannon?
1: I just, I, so the thing that I step back on every single time, is that that's a slippery slope we certainly can go down and and probably will because yes we're very divided and torn apart and we're that petty at this point but i just can't like we cannot lose fact or lose sight of the fact that this administration is evil and that is different than disagreeing and i'm sorry like i i just i don't have we've talked about this before, like in gun control and everything else. Like, I don't have the patience for it anymore. Like, this is evil. This is bad and it's evil. And, and I think that, yes, that is an extreme that we get to say, like I, they didn't turn her away because she was white. They didn't turn her away because she was a woman. They didn't turn her away because she had kids with her. They didn't, you know.
0: Yeah. I think those are important distinctions
1: right like this wasn't discrimination right. it really wasn't that's it
2: right was, it, wasn't.
1: it was you know we like you i think there is more of a comparison of you are making us uncomfortable for you know no she wasn't standing up with signs and protesting in the middle of the restaurant so, right like let me
2: ask let me ask this question we're ministers if she walks into our church if a member of you know a very visible member of the trump um administration walked into our church what would we do would we ask them to leave or would we, uh, or would we you know suddenly change or message
0: and throw some barbs at them what would we do well my message probably already has barbs at them so i would just <laughs> right go I, as pl- I would just go as planned and right. she would be uncomfortable but i would be glad she was there to hear it but i mean i say that sort of tongue-in-cheek i i mean i I'm not afraid to speak up on issues of justice that I feel the church should be speaking out on. And as it currently stands, that tends to go against the current party sure. power more than the other. But I'm also not afraid to speak against either party if they are somehow violating human rights and not defending the vulnerable, et cetera. So, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to say. But would you say ask that. them? But would but, you ask them to leave? But
1: I'm oh, I am not, a business. not a business. We're not a business
2: yeah right. say that out loud at your board meeting all
0: are welcome
1: <laughs> right if i say all are welcome if we say all are welcome yeah. and that's yeah. part of our identity then all are welcome here and i you're not patroning my church like you know if i mean it's very different to me it's very so different.
2: Be, all are welcome but we're not complicit with everyone
0: yeah well something like well, that
1: know, but something but like that. Yeah. But everybody is, I mean, I, I don't know if I've told this, I think I have told this story before, but I, you know, when I was in college, I was attending what's called a more like congregation, which is, um, yes, it's the prostrate version of, of LGBTQ. Open I mean, and
0: affirming room for open all. And, affirming, however, right? yep.
1: and I was attending that college and my sister comes with me and visits, you know, with me one day and, you know, everything is about accepting everyone and there's overemphasis on that and, and they're, they're so progressive and so liberal, which is why I loved them. And I'm sitting there going, wow, my, hmm, my sister isn't really welcome here. <laughs> I mean, because they didn't believe, or like, she didn't believe what they believed at that time. She's come around now, you know, whatever. But, um, and again, but. She well, would you a,
0: say welcome or, or she wouldn't feel comfortable?
1: She wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, that's the thing, she'd right? She'd be like,
0: welcome, wouldn't she?
1: She was still welcomed there, but, but it was kind of the first time of like, oh, this language is. Is problematic, right? Like there's there's no perfect language. basically. Well,
0: on. I think that's Let's exactly go. right. Like if if you don't want to welcome people, and you're in a place where people are welcoming all people, by the nature of it, you're not going to feel welcome. But it doesn't mean the welcomers are not being welcoming. Like this gets used yeah. so often against the left, like, well, you talk about tolerance and inclusion, but you don't have tolerance for hate and white supremacy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yes, because those are de facto things that are excluding people based on things they can't help that are innate to their being. We're saying all people with things that are innate to their being are welcome, but views of hatred, those aren't going to be as welcome. But that's not, not welcoming people. It's not welcoming you.
1: Sorry, I just, no. No, I think it's very different. I just do. I think it's very, very different. I, you know, if we're going to have, if you're going to have a law that still says that you get to re- refuse the right of any person trying to patron your business, yeah. then, then it gets to play out in whatever way. Right. You also don't have the right to discriminate based on these factors. That's right. You know, right. um, And they weren't kicking her out even because she was a conservative Christian, right? They were kicking her out because she is part of an administration that continually lies, that continually does damage, that continually um, breaks the law and people's right to life and everything else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And more specifically (laughs) is is separating families at the border and saying, we're just enforcing the law. Our hands are tied, blah, blah, blah. When those are all lies and heinous things that they're defending. And And I don't,
1: I don't know enough about this town that she was in, but I'll say for Baltimore, ice raids in restaurants are a daily occurrence. That's right. And so you know, this has hit particularly the farm workers and the restaurant businesses and, and obviously others, but these two are the ones that I'm hearing most about these raids and like, so they may be feeling personal about this. This may be, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure we would have heard, I'm not saying that restaurant's been raided or anything like that. I'm, I'm saying it's real. It's very, very real. And it's very personal for people.
0: And here's, here's the, here's a thing someone posted recently, uh, a more conservative friend posted an article uh, which said the scorched earth um, politics of the left have reached a new low. And it was about her getting kicked out of a restaurant. And I thought, if asking a white person in a position of power who is endorsing policies that are hurting the most vulnerable and asking her to leave a restaurant, if that's scorched earth, what the hell do you call actually scorching the earth and the planet and separating families right. and putting children in cages? I'm just like, these things are not, equi- stop equivocating. They're not equivalent.
1: Right. And by the way, every th- that's not hyperbole, right? Like, we're literally putting children in cages. Like, we're yes. literally separating families we're literally putting no, 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 policy out no, no, there
2: they're not cages they're rooms with you know wire wire walls not, not yes wire. they're pens excuse me they're pens they
1: walls right <laughs> without <laughs> windows and they get to go outside for an hour a day it's jail I, it's kid I, jail
2: i i love i love i think it was ice or one of the detention centers that were like yes they're cages we're just not comfortable with you using that word
1: <laughs>
0: They're like, that's accurate, but we're (laughs) uncomfortable with that language. They're like,
1: no, what you described is completely accurate, but could you say it nicer?
0: Yes, they're cages, but let's call them something else. So we do have a language issue when the- Really breathe walls. When those on the right can say things like scorched earth about something that's absolutely minor and then get everybody in this conversation about, well, we we need more kindness in our politics or more civility. I don't disagree. We need civility. Absolutely. But again, they're abusing those terms and manipulating, I think, yes. their audience to be, How to feel insulted.
1: Right. You want civility? Then don't call Sarah Sanders getting kicked out of her restaurant, which not kicked out is a lot, but being asked to leave politely. Absolutely. Right. Like that is civility. Yes. They, they did everything they could. Right don't call that scorched earth blah blah like yes that's not being civil by the way
2: i like uh i like trevor noah's response if you didn't see the uh, daily show last night he said you know what in all honesty they probably did her a favor because can you imagine what the chefs in the kitchen might have been sneaking? Might have done. <laughs> oh wow, nicely. I set. was like, mm, there you go. That's, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good point. Nicely <laughs> oh, that 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 is a right. Like
1: I I would have somebody tasting my food at this point. Let's be honest. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness. Speaking of yeah, other, honey, why
1: don't you eat this first, and then mommy will eat it.
2: <laughs> you know, speaking, speaking of other atrocities, the uh, you know um we're taping the show on what is it the 26 and you know just a couple hours ago we heard the Supreme Court um, upholding mm-hmm. the travel ban um, yep. and the, uh, the the reviews so uh, you know that's a whole other interesting thing and they're also upholding and if you saw in California this thing where these um, quote-unquote pregnancy crisis centers which are really anti-abortion clinics are Are no longer allowed, no longer compelled to say that they're anti-abortion clinics. Um, They can continue to masquerade as "quote unquote" pregnancy crisis centers. You are pregnant, you're freaking out. We're here to help, right? But we're gonna help by talking you out of getting an abortion. Mm. So we got we got that too, and you know, and this for me, it's it's quick to want to blame. Like you know, we want to blame. And we want to you know this first response, and um you know for me, the blame goes all the way back to uh Mitch McConnell holding up a Supreme Court nomination, and yeah. oh yeah, and now we've got this, and at the same time, there for me, I take a little bit of comfort, just a little bit of comfort in knowing that a lot of these uh these things not not the ones with the Supreme Court per se, and even the ones who even the members of the Supreme Court who voted in favor of it again we're kind of they were kind of clear to say that we we're we're saying yes to what was brought before us which is does the president have the authority to do this and yes the president has the authority to do this even even the swing vote was like you know not, not crazy about what the president is using his authority for but by letter of the law he does right um, so what brought me comfort is is in that is that he's you, know, he, you okay there? Did you Just have a Baltimore earthquake? What did, what, what season, just happened? My
1: apologies, friends, if you are if you are listening, my seat just dropped. A it couple was like, late. <laughs> my bad. Okay,
2: what's happening? Um, it's very a lot old of these chair. these things are being done by executive order, which means they can be undone almost just as easily. So right. so you know I. In the face of this, I, I, you know, I, I try to remember that there's a reason why, you know, presents are allowed a four year term and then maximum two terms, like so that nobody gets stuck in there forever doing craziness. Um, And I think honestly, now that we're at this point, I have faith that there is more buyer's remorse than not. And all the people who stayed out of the fray because they were upset. Bernie didn't get the nomination. All the people who got distracted and swayed by silly email controversies—all those people who were like, "Let's give the businessman a chance"—are um, yeah. kind of like at a point of, you no. know, what? I we, think
1: we... they've doubled down, and actually, I... statistics say they've doubled down.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think the I core think support... people are behind the... him as much as ever. The core, the core supporters, the core supporters
2: are, but the core supporters were not. Who put him in the office? He needed well, much more numbers, and, many more numbers than that. Yeah,
0: you may be right, Ogan, that there's this sort of middle ground that's like, ooh, was I part of? But I got
2: to tell you, if that dude gets reelected, I may have to become an atheist because then I've lost all hope in praying in God.
1: Well, no, I <laughs> still heard it about episode ninety nine. Still not about this, anyway. But, nine, nine But nine, nine. I, I think that I think that what we were just talking about with Sarah Sanders is is actually the correlation here, which is something we don't talk about with a lot of people. um, So um, I'm still here by Austin. Austin um, Channing Brown. Brown. So good. If you haven't read it, read it. It's so, so good. Um, And she talks about it. And then also um, shoot Brittany Cooper wrote a book called eloquent rage. Mm. And so I read, I read Brittany Cooper's book and then I read um, I'm still here. And, and um, both of them are talking about white woman tears. And as white women, I feel like I can talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're talking about white woman tears and how powerful white woman tears, right? So what Sarah Sanders did is the definition of white woman tears. Ooh. Right. I can go out and hurt all these people. I can do all these things. But then it happens to me and it's really hard. And I don't know what to do about it. Mm. Right, exactly. And like that is very, very powerful. And mm. and both of them are saying, you know, like, so and right. and they're even critiquing the women's march, right? And and White Woman sure. Tears. Like, yep. you gotta come get your girls, right? White women got Trump elected. You gotta, you gotta bring those cousins along. Like, you've gotta, you're the one that has to go get them. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. and, and, and the power of, again, going back to this, like, the power of Trump getting elected, the power of what Sarah Sanders did, and et cetera, et cetera, is like, how dare they do this to me? Now, we can all look at that and see the hypocrisy in that. Of course we can. But sure. there are people that just don't see that because you hurt my friend. And let's be honest, Sarah Sanders looks like a lot of white women's friends. So they feel bad for her, they feel sorry for her. The video, which I found extremely hard to watch, not from her end, but the reporter standing up, hammering her going, Sarah, you have children. You have children, how can you do this? That looks like bullying to white women tears, right? Like. And this is a problem. it's a genuine real problem yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm.
1: like they hurt me blah,
2: blah, blah. and like, the silence is a bigger problem too. the silence absolutely. of of you know to speak to what you're saying, whether it's white women or white men or 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 whoever yeah. you know, whoever is supported what we
1: call the support. snowflakes
2: yeah <laughs> well whoever whoever is Which, you know maybe initially supported the president right. who's not part of the core base. But now are like, you know, that kind of "what have we done" thing. You know, how how many folks are turning around and saying, you know, we're, we're sorry we did this. Let's this is not what we had in mind. We're not going to make this mistake again. There's there's not a lot of, as far as I can tell, not a whole lot of that happening. I I love seeing reports. You know, they're they're happening. I think more frequent of. Um, fairly long established uh, republicans saying we, we we're we switching parties we're out like this is not what we uh, signed up for the question i have though is do we think we're in this place because we have compartmentalized our um or or religious slash spiritual slash moral beliefs from our politics um and and the reason i ask this is because like, um, I think we talked about this last week. Um, uh, was it, uh, 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 not Falwell, uh, uh, who's, who's the big event? Graham, Franklin Graham. Graham. Right, Franklin Graham came out speaking against this immigration policy um, of separating the families. Like, this, this was the line that finally, that they weren't able to cross. But for me, it's like, you know, there's a lot of other stuff before you get to this line that one could argue is not does not go in line with christian spiritual yeah. values have we have we gone to a place where as a people in general we have separated and compartmentalized these things so much that our our faith no longer informs our politics and we're we're okay with that or well, is it just that people have a have a really twisted idea of faith and what it means?
1: And that's a, that's our 100th episode topic, right? Like, that's our that's – Oh, you're
2: welcome.
0: That's, that's yeah. our $100,000 question.
1: That's our $100,000 question for our 100th episode. Okay, don't uh, say
2: that because that sounds like we're giving away $100,000.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not giving away <laughs> $100,000. No, no, we no we if, if had money, beer, we would split it three, three ways. ways. Yeah. <laughs> Beer and some wine will be given out, but um, so I go back to yes, Ogan, and and you know, the discussion of all of that further because there's been a lot of nuance in that. And and the other issue is so you know, it's the well, but they're walking it back now, and where's your forgiveness in that, and where's your you know, like they made a mistake and now they're writing their mistake, and I'm like bullshit. Who's walking
0: away. what back? The administration So
1: they've 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 stopped, right? Like stopped they've separating stopped families. Separating families at the border, right? You're right. They've How do signed, they know well? So no, but I mean again, like let's <laughs> let's just go on like what's being put out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, so you know, this news story of the one family that got reunited, which happened to be here in Maryland, right? Like they they want the, the The one family who got their kids back, right? And that's all over the news, which we're all very happy about. But we're talking about thousands of children without parents, right? And the
2: problem is the original law hasn't been changed. The law that says we we can't detain kids more than 20 days, but the parents might be detained more than 20 days. What are we going to do? And
1: the whole, you know, well what do you want people? Anybody who breaks the law to, you know, and, and again, these are lies and this is evil. It is. It's lies. And, it's and evil now and
0: they're saying we're going to deport people immediately without trial,
1: which by the way is also against the law. Yes. Like it is against the law to do that. There's a 1956 act that says that you cannot do that. So, so walked
0: it back my ass.
1: Well, so no, didn't walk it back. the, 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 no oh, to the, the people
0: who say that I'm saying.
1: Yes, exactly. But like to the the point though of faith is like don't we believe in righting a wrong, right? Like don't we believe in this Paul that used to persecute Jews and or, and and Christians yeah. used to persecute Christians and now blah blah blah, right? Like it, aren't people allowed to make a mistake? And, and I'm going I don't so my answer to that is I don't believe them, right? I don't believe that, that you did evil yeah. and then actually have remorse about this and are changing your mind and, and had a spiritual experience to say, wow, that was wrong, and now we're going to be doing this, which we believe is a writing of that wrong. Like, I believe that that is a very unfair comparison to what is happening right now. Agreed. And yet, I believe that that's what's being presented. Is that
0: yeah. that? You know, for example, we have a local uh, congressman that represents a, a decent part of this west side of the state I'm in who's a conservative and a Christian, and he has been a Trump supporter from the get go. He's been silent on immigration for the last two plus years, even though repeated demands by his constituents to take a hard stance. Finally, he comes out with a statement saying, you know, the separation of families has to stop, but he waits until Trump issues the. Executive order. Executive so he sees order. that his team is now sort of catching up. Then he makes the statement. People are like, "Isn't it great?" He's changed his tune. I'm like, "No, he hasn't changed his tune." Let's see how right. he votes. Let's see what he actually what else he says. And since then, he's voted for some of this heinous immigration legislation that they're calling a mass deportation bill. You know, so it's like, don't tell me he's changed his tune. He hasn't. And and I'd be Which, all for him changing it for the right.
1: Record. Exactly right. And and uh, yes and again, we need to, we need to leave room for people to change their minds. But again, it needs to be a genuine change. It needs to be not just going along with party line or not just um, like, Oh, well my polling data says, (laughs) right? Like that's, that's, that's hypocrisy. Not like I was wrong and standing up and saying, you know what? I was wrong. And if I lose your vote, I'm very sorry, but I was wrong. And I need to say that out loud, but oh, I mean, Ogan. Like going back to your point, right? Like as much as I, our last question is, what gives you hope? And I'm st- the midterms still give me hope. They really do. I Get really, up, I really do hope that. I mean, today's primary day in Maryland. I have my sticker on. I voted. Right, um,
2: right. Your, your own applause for.
1: And and in Maryland, primary the primary day is like almost more important than. Almost, not completely. Well yeah, because like,
0: you're setting what's available.
1: Well and in and in Maryland, like you know, like it's it's a very blue state, right? So once you have your candidate, like they're almost almost not governor, but on all the other ones, like you're basically yeah. picking who's gonna be in office.
2: Oh, that reminds me. So so I think that there's someone running for governor, I forget his name. He's openly gay. Um you know what I'm in Maryland. About? in maryland
1: his vice is openly gay and she runs a brewery
2: maybe it's not the governor then Ooh, a brewery. She's,
1: so she's running as lieutenant governor nice. somebody
2: somebody th- there was some anyways all right never mind i'll look it up yeah why don't you get
0: some more facts <laughs> dude wow wow i don't know
1: in the primary i'll admit Whoa. like i voted i voted for the guy that worked for <laughs> the uh naacp you know Oh my
0: gosh it's
1: like, okay, you're
0: in. So, do we need to end on this um, whole question? Yeah. What? What you said? Midterms give you hope that that well, people are stirred I, up going to vote. I'm, I'm, I'm still getting my facts. Hold on, <laughs> dude! Yell at me. I mean, me. don't
1: wow. don't get me wrong. Like, I have very like when we talk about hope and voting, like my my faith level is very very low right now, yeah. and I just yeah. feel like that. I feel like for a lot of us, that could be renewed. With these midterm elections you know um, um
2: it, it 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 so here's here's the other thing though um and our, um if way episodes back when we had a my friend kevin the libertarian on yeah uh, one of the things he pointed out was it's ultimately it comes down to the economy if the economy is doing great people tend to look the other way yes and and you know sure we can say the economy is doing great overall i don't know how many of us are really seeing that in our personal checking accounts but overall the economy is going great will so so many people are saying you know our hope may be that this ridiculous trade war that he's starting with everyone will tank the economy will say okay we've had enough of this the problem with that is that a lot of people are going to suffer first of all it will disproportionately hit his core base and will that be the wake-up call? Because clearly morality ain't doing it. So maybe money will.
1: Well, and and the problem is, is that that's so short-sighted, right? Whatever the stock market's doing today is somehow, you know, how the country is doing economically. Like, that's that's yeah. not the measure, right? Like, you want to – I mean – Statistic over statistic, right? This is less than two years in. We're still economically and employment-wise, and blah blah blah, dealing with the reality of the last president's, you know, process. Right. Like we're still like the economy is climbing because of him. Still, like that is not. It Trump's policies haven't kicked in long enough for that to be effective, for us. Um, And anyway, that's just. Economists can tell you that it is proven over and over and over again. Republicans can come in, they drive up the, ever since Reagan, right? They drive up the deficit and then Democrats come in and stuff tanks because they're still dealing with those policies. They write the wrong, like, again, this is just, this is just the statistical reality of the last 40 years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we apparently have really short memories because we, we never seem to remember this because when the economy is doing well, we make it about other issues Right, and when the economy is not doing well, we make it about the economy. So it's it's a weird. It's well, a weird we're
1: about to pay a whole lot for food if we don't get workers goodness. picking. Get we're them gardens to
2: going. I'm gonna I'm gonna come down and eat some of some of Derek's vegetables that he's going in the back garden.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, honey, you feed our family off of the garden. He's like, let's be honest, I've. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you only feed your kids dinner once a week so it could happen. I
1: only That's keep feeding my kids dinner once a week.
0: <laughs> pretty limited menu.
1: Brian, what gives you hope?
0: Wow. Well, you know, I I still want to hold on to uh this inherent goodness of humanity that I think mm-hmm is going to um, wake up to what we're doing to each other and how we're doing it, you know, and I think it helps to scale out of just our immediate sort of U S politics and look at some of the global things happening. Um, you know, I think if we look at, um, increasing democratic, uh, realities in other countries, uh, empowerment of women and minority voices in other nations, um, you know, in other countries' ability to not have the gun problems that we have in this country, um, to not have the politics in money or money in politics problem that we have in this country. I mean, there are other ways of being human than we're doing it in the United States, and I think there are a lot of hopeful places to look. It's just, are we going to open our eyes to it?
2: Well, I have, I have the answer. Apparently, apparently, putting children in harm's way. Is like the thing. It's like that line. It's like that line that no one can say I'm okay with this on. So if we can somehow draw a direct line to every Trump policy and show how it is harming the kid, I think I think we're I think we're gonna do okay. So all you all you thinkers out there, and all you all you red stringers up there who you know have good imagination and can make those connections, get on it. That's that's it.
0: Well, you red stringers. I have to say, I've never heard that term red in my stringers. life. Could you You've
1: never heard that term? No.
2: It's when you know people <laughs> have like the conspiracy theory boards up on their wall, and they got strings and push. Uh, them okay, yeah. red,
1: red
0: yeah.
1: Wow. I, I mean, I also just want to like. I guess I just want to give a plug and just sit there and say like, I don't think the Democratic Party is going to save us either. Like, I think we're like just as screwed up, right? But. Sometimes, like this, this cannot go on like this. And, yeah, And I will always put the, um, I mean, the, we've talked about this in God before. I will always put the rights of the vulnerable first. And that is what my gospel says. Yep. And, et cetera. And so, like, there's no, it, it's really not about party for me. However, I, I vote in, i mean i'm a registered democrat because i do believe that is a more socially um there's more social issues there which is actually you know we've talked about this before part of the problem right there's not a streamlined word in one thing you know whatever but i just want to throw that out that it's not like i'm saying oh if you vote a democrat in office everything's gonna be fine Well, yeah
2: you know it'd be arguably better
1: I, no i mean and any and really at this point like there there's a list of like it 10 wouldn't
2: people, be worse
1: and anybody would be better besides those 10 people So, right? Like, like, right
2: here here's yeah. another example i just read this so after was it the, uh, the bp oil spill the you know the deep water horizon that that dumped all yes. that oil in, in into the gulf you know after that happened you know, the Obama administration enacted a lot of rules and laws to 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 make it harder for for that to happen again. You know, right. safety regulations and so on. Well, you know, our our wonderful um, um, EPA chiefs, Scott Pruitt and the president, are they they are they just unmade a bunch of them. Right. They just unmade a bunch of them because it's like, yeah, we flooded the Gulf with oil, but you know what? Because but it's Obama costing our it businesses paid.
1: more money. So we yeah, should put it
2: that. Well, I think at this point is it's I am true. I used to say that this whole the, the whole thing about their goal is simply to undo everything Obama did was a little bit like alarmist, but I'm beginning to believe it now. So but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. again, I just I just kind of wanna, you know, as much as we talk and as much as we you know have this conversation i think we just need to put it out there
2: that you know. we 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 do we we are the solution there's no party there's no president we are the we well, that, are the solution yeah. but I mean, but I arguably there'll be a, a, a we we got a deeper hole to dig out of now
0: <laughs> i think that's right and i think your point is is well taken shannon that it's not going to be one party that our hope you know that's going to save us it's not as Ogan said it's it's all of us humanity getting our act together as god invites us and empowers us and expects us frankly to do and i i do think in the long term we may get there but are we going to have an unfortunate detour that uh, disrupts it from happening i don't know
2: well, I mean, that's humanity's story, honestly. Humanity evolves like what? Five steps forward, three steps back. I mean, that's who we are. So, you know, At this point, if we one.
0: if we if we're all still exi- if our nation still exists by wild goose, that that's a hopeful sign. I was I gonna know. say,
1: guys, we're about to take like a two week break, and like this is how we're ending the show. <laughs> uh, we're like,
2: but listen, Down. hey, you you ask what gives me hope, but again, that's what gives me hope when we step back and take the long view. When we honestly take the long view of humans evolving, we're doing so much better
1: okay but i'm trying <laughs> but oh, but people like real life. these aren't just policies these are children who the trauma of this will affect them for the rest of their lives like i'm sorry mm. yeah no like even even the epa standards to roll back the oil spill yes but the the Dumping coal into the water. Like I grew up in the place where they dumped coal in the water, and guess what? People can't drink water anymore. Screw the oceans, screw the great
0: lakes, screw the rivers. I know.
1: So this is anyway, so yes, long so I mean we give hope like no one else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We give hope like no one else. Time I was going to say,
1: the rest of that is finding hope in these... Like, guys, we're going to have to work on some hope. In the the got work
0: time. on that. We don't have to work on the dark times. That's taken care of.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, Between now so and if Wild you're Goose, still we're going to some hope. And
1: you haven't driven your car off a cliff. Then...
2: <laughs> it's going to get better, people. It's going
0: to get better. going to get better. It's going to get, better. Gonna get better. better. And we're going to post to Facebook... On Facebook. We're going to post to Facebook, what gives you hope, because we need to generate some hope. So we do. In the next couple weeks between now and the goose, tell us on Facebook, on Twitter, what gives you hope, and we will share it. There you go. 99 problems,
2: but the goose ain't one. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Well. At least now that we know I'll, I'll be camping, it might be a problem.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> exactly. this is going to be <laughs> fun.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, friends, for tuning in to Pump Theology Live. Uh, We'd love you to connect with us on the aforementioned social medias. You can, of course, listen anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes. We'd love you to rate us over there. You know, share this hopeful, inspiring podcast with your friends. uh,
1: I feel like I've let all of humanity down.
0: (laughs) Let them know why you're so glum or why you're so jazzed today. It's because you listened to Ryan, Ogan, and Shannon. I started off feeling in the dumps. I felt better, and then it
2: put me back in the dumps.
0: Then they let the air out of the balloon. And of course, if you want to watch us, you can do that. And you can see all the fireworks in person on YouTube or the New Thought channel. And if you'd like to find a pup theology group in your town, and frankly, these kind of in-person conversations are needed now as much as ever, find uh, a listing at puptheology.com. And of course, thank you again to our sponsor, Wink. That's Wink with the sea Wine Club, who you'll find at trywink.com slash live. So until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing. All right, friendly friends, I got a jet.
1: Okay.
0: Ooh, ooh, I think the t-shirts are here. Oh, did you
1: finally get that jet from Franklin Graham or whoever that guy was?
0: From Creflo Dollar or who was that guy?
1: I don't remember. I can't but, remember,
0: but I, I do have but to. But you
1: got the jet, so sweet.